Welcome to the Rookie Mortgage Broker Podcast with your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation. Scott Peckford here. Welcome to the Rookie Mortgage Broker Podcast. Today, I want to talk about why you need to tell more stories and why stories are probably the most powerful way for you to remember anything. I'm going to get into some specifics in a second here. So before we do, though, I want to give a shout out to our title sponsor, Finmo. Finmo is a Canadian mortgage application document collection platform that's very easy for borrowers to use. As they're filling it out, it knows auto-magically exactly what documents to ask for. So when the client hits submit, it says, hey, looks like you're self-employed. Here's what I need. When you get that application and start reviewing it, you can go into Lender Spotlight and you can actually search all the rates and guidelines. This is extremely helpful. And finally, when you go to hit submit, it actually pulls the key data from the app, puts it into the submission notes. So it makes it easy for your underwriter. Check them out at lenddesk.com slash finmo. All right, let's dive into today's topic. So I want to tell you a quick story. There's this great book called Moonwalking with Einstein. And it's about this author who got fascinated by people who could memorize, you know, long random numbers or, you know, 52 cards in the deck that were shuffled and memorize them really quickly. And he thought, are these people superhuman? How are they doing this? And so he went on this quest researching for this book and he ended up learning enough about it that he competed in the World Memory Championship and he actually won. And he memorized 52 cards in a minute and 40 seconds. And so the book's called Moonwalking with Einstein. And I'll explain to you how he did this or how this works. And then I'm going to explain how this actually ties into your mortgage business, because I think it's fascinating. And it ties into this idea that our brains are hardwired for narrative. Like I can tell you all kinds of facts and numbers and things. And some people can memorize those things, but the vast majority of us are going to lose those. But if I tell you a story, you will remember the story, which is why, you know, before people had written accounts of things, we used to pass on all of our traditions through stories. We just tell stories and that's how we would learn how our culture and everything should work. And so stories are, we're hardwired for it. And if you want to be better at marketing, better at being a mortgage broker, you need to get a lot better at telling stories. And I don't mean made up stories. I'm meaning stories that like will help convey what you're trying to get across in a way that's memorable. So in this book, Moonwalking with Einstein, there's a couple of things that you can buy. One is a memory palace and a memory palace is essentially if you walk through a room, so you think about your house, you're standing at the front door and then you open the door and then, you know, whatever's in there, then you go to the next room, the next room, you basically walk through the room. This is a trick that's like 2,500 years old and it's in that show Sherlock. Let's say you're trying to memorize a list of random grocery items that you want to remember. And you would basically place the items in your memory palace in order as you walk through it. And you would do something extreme to them. So if it's like, hey, I need to remember milk, and then I got to get cheese, and I got to get butter. So you'd be like, on the front step is this giant jug of milk, and I got to step around it to get into the door. And you literally paint this picture in your mind, and it's essentially a story. And then it's incredibly sticky. It will stick in your brain so well. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, is that what they would do with these cards is every card had a person, a place, and an object. The idea is, so like an example, six of clubs is Albert Einstein writing on a chalkboard, right? There's a person who's doing an action to an object. The queen of diamonds is a Michael Jackson moonwalking on grass, right? So that's another one. And then the five of hearts is Scooby-Doo defecating on a criminal. It sounds kind of gross, but it sticks in your mind. So for example, a three-card sequence of six of clubs, queen of diamonds, and five of hearts would result in an image of Einstein moonwalking on a criminal. And so you take 52 cards and you'd end up producing 18 images that you place in your memory palace. It sounds confusing. You can go read up on it. But the whole idea is that you could memorize something incredibly quickly and it would stick with you. And it's because you're using a lot of the narrative part of the brain. So, okay, that's cool, Scott. Great. Or maybe you don't think it's cool. Maybe you're like, Scott, you're kind of a nerd. Oh, and this book. So I got this book 
And I was like, oh, this is fascinating to me. And I decided it was like well, a week or two before a half marathon. I'm like, I think we'd run a half marathon. I hadn't run like literally longer than seven kilometers. I'm like, ah, how hard can it be? Turned out to be a lot harder than I thought. In any case, I thought I don't want to take off too fast because if I run too quickly at the beginning, I will not make 21 kilometers and I'll have to walk the race the rest of it. I feel like a schmuck. So I put this book on. So literally for almost the entire half marathon, all I did was listen to Moonwalking with Einstein. So that was my little way. Because when I'm listening to a book like this, I'm paying a lot more attention. And I'm not going to run very fast. So in any case, how does this help you be a better mortgage agent? Well, first, one of the challenges when you're reading, you know, underwriting guidelines, so you're reading all these guidelines and you're looking at the broker kits, is it's just information. It's not embedded in any kind of story. There's nothing to it. And so one of the best ways you can memorize things and learn underwriting is actually to have examples, have case studies, or have, you know, your own files where you have a situation that happens and you're like, oh, dang, I won't forget that again, because now it's embedded in your brain. You've actually remember it versus it's just information in a broker kit that you hope you can remember and recall when you need it. And I'll give you an example of this. So I had a file once where we thought everything was done. It was like broker, you know, it was not broker complete. It was supposed to be broker complete. And then it was a day before subject removal and the underwriter emails me and goes, oh, shoot, looks like this property is a foreclosure. How come you didn't tell me? I'm like, I didn't know. And now we need an appraisal. Well, shoot, the problem was is that we couldn't get an appraisal on a day. So we lost the property. Client was pissed, realtor was pissed. And this happened because... Nowhere in the MLS did it say it was a foreclosure. The only place that we picked up on it, or actually the underwriter did, was that when we saw that the seller was the bank in Nova Scotia. So when now, of course, when you look at offers, it's like we look at the name, who's the seller, right? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I want to look at, you know, you would hope the realtor put on the MLS. They didn't, which is kind of annoying. It's usually obvious, but they didn't. And so the only way that we caught it. So now we always read who the seller is. So we don't want to get caught with that. So there's an example of, and I guarantee you, me just telling you that quick little story will help your memory go, oh yeah, I don't want to do that. That would suck. So like, I could tell you that, you know, the seller name matters, but the story is actually going to be the thing that you're going to remember significantly better than just the policy of who the seller is. And then of course that policy leads to, we need to get an appraisal because it's foreclosure. So in any case, that's an example in training and underwriting. Uh, the second is in your marketing. So if you're creating like videos or emails, the most successful stuff that I've ever created in terms of content is almost always story-based. And it talks about a situation where somebody had a problem, whatever, here's what they tried, here's how they overcame it. And here was the outcome and those emails and they absolutely kill. Those kind of videos kill. I'll make this up for you just to give you an example of what I mean by this. So let's imagine you want to talk to realtors about purchase plus improvements. So as a mortgage broker, we know what that is. We get excited about, oh, look, there's a cool little product. You can do this, this and this. That doesn't really mean anything. For you, it does. But for somebody who doesn't do this for a living, or do not remember it, it would be better to go to your real estate partner and say, hey, you know what? We had a client who found the perfect house, except they hated the kitchen and it was going to be a deal breaker. However, we were able to use a purchase plus improvement. And so they bought the house and we're able to get them money on top of their mortgage to redo the kitchen. And of course, there's ways to do this, you know, whether or not you have to have all the cash up front or how that works. The point is, is that if you have somebody who has a property that they love, except there's one flaw with it, I can help you fix it. See, that's a much more effective way because now I'm telling you and based into a story much more effective than just saying, hey, we got this cool product, those purchase plus improvements. It's got these kind of guidelines, maximum amount is this. They're not going to remember none of it. But if you tell them the story about a client, and if I were to make that story even more impactful, I'd say, hey, look, Mr. Realtor, I'll tell you a quick story. One of my clients, they went out, they've been looking at properties. They literally could not find anything perfect. They probably looked at a dozen properties, no joke, and they could not find the right one. They found one that was close. It was close, but it wasn't quite right. The kitchen was not what they were looking for. And the poor realtor was like, oh my gosh, I'm actually 12 more houses. The clients are like, oh my gosh, they're going to look at 12 more houses. 
However, because they're working with a professional, I said, look, I think I can fix this. Show me what they want to do with the property. And maybe I can see if I can get it included in the mortgage. Turned out no problem. We have this program called Purchase Plus Improvements where you can buy a property and you can replace something like a kitchen. You know, it's the almost perfect house and we can solve it for you. All of that, I'm saying the same thing. I'm explaining the Purchase Plus Improvement program, but I'm not getting into all the weeds of the details. I'm telling it in a story and it's going to stick in the realtor's head, right? It's going to be way more impactful, memorable for them. You know, it's something like you don't have the perfect house, no problem. I can solve that, right? Like you're literally making it much more memorable. And so this is why I think that, and again, where our brains are encoded, we're going to remember information significantly better if it's based in a story than if I just were to read off a list of details and facts. And sometimes we get excited about that stuff, but it doesn't work in marketing and it doesn't work in training because it just doesn't work for human brains. So let me ask you this. So let me see how well you're paying attention to everything that I've talked about since what was the flaw? So just think about this for a second. I told you the story about, you know, the offer that we lost because we had to get an appraisal. What was the problem with that file that caused that? Can you remember? Right. Did you tell me what does Scott say? Yeah. The seller was the bank in Nova Scotia. Right. So again, that is far more memorable than just trying to say, here's a policy that you need to memorize and hopefully you can use it in the future. So hopefully I find that helpful. You know, I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to this stuff. So this is interesting to me and hopefully you find it interesting. All right. Thanks again for listening to this show. I really appreciate it. Two quick things. One, if you're a rookie and you found this useful, do me a favor, share this with some other rookies, fire this podcast off with them, say, hey, check this out. There's some good stuff on here. I would appreciate it. Second, go check out islandmortgagebrokering.com. You can set up a free power search account and literally keyword search by everything, any keyword, all of our past episodes. It's very powerful and it's totally free. Go to islandmortgagebrokering.com. Thanks again for this episode and I will see you on the next show. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production. 